Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. You know what? I was going to talk about one thing, but I decided I want to talk about something else. Um, I, I truly, truly enjoy uh, the fact that uh, I have been around sports for this long and been hanging on for this long, right? That's really kind of what sometimes, sometimes jobs will make you feel like, man, I'm really lucky. I'll give you an example. Okay. So, um, what was it? Uh, Monday night, I flew into Chicago. I went and saw some friends at uh stadium, which is, I, I do work on their digital side. I called a game for them last night. And, um, so I, I, I was in the city of Chicago for like, two hours. Then I drove to Champaign-Urbana, did the show, called the game, uh, Michigan State versus Illinois. It was one point, became a one-point game, and Illinois ended up winning. Then I drove back, spent the night at the hotel, got up, flew here to Southern California, did the show, and then on Thursday, I, I flew up to, to uh, San Francisco, and my show is done at 3 o'clock on the West Coast. This is my West Coast listeners, you guys know. The game last night that I called, San Francisco versus St. Mary's, was at 7 o'clock. And in all candor, I kind of got lost. I was walking to my favorite coffee place, and I decided, you know, I just foot patrol it. It was 25, 30-minute walk. I ended up walking for like an hour and a half. But I'm, I'm looking out at the city of San Francisco. I'm like, man, this is so cool. Like, somebody paid for me to fly up here and to call a basketball game, and I get to do my radio show, and I got like three hours of silence to myself, drinking coffee, took some pictures, sent to friends, went to the hate Ashbury district, district, whatever it's called, you know, like the height of hippieville. It was kind of cool. Um, and, and I appreciate the discourse that people have, but I find it ridiculous to the level of embarrassing. Some people in our profession, what you'll hear from me, unlike others is you'll have people who have a microphone go, the, the media, the media, like, dude, you're in the media. You're in the media could be least lucid defined, but the people I'm talking about are in the media. And Nathaniel Hackett gets the job in Denver and somehow it's made into a racial thing because Eric Bieniemy did not get the job. And I found it very, very clever, very interesting that there's so many omissions in so much of this stuff. Okay. Now I've told you before, I've kind of gone to this before. Somehow, somehow Eric Bieniemy has become like what Colin Kaepernick was. And now what Cam Newton is where anytime a job comes open, you're like, why don't they sign Cam Newton? Well, it's because Cam Newton sucks. He's not any good anymore. That's why he's been a free agent three times in the last two years. And his old coaching staff in Washington desperately needed a quarterback several times over. Never once have they gone like, you know what we should do? Cam Newton. You know why? Can't throw a football. That's it. Has nothing to do with him personally. Nothing to do with anything else. 
He just can't throw a football well enough anymore. But I, I haven't heard one person mention until now. Ryan Poles is the new general manager of the Chicago Bears. He came from the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay? And he named Matt Eberflus as his head coach. Your first job as GM, you got to get it right, man. You got to hire a, a dude. He was in Kansas City. And usually, guys who are in Kansas City bring somebody with them. Now, as I told you yesterday, Eberflus is a unique guy because working in Indy, your general manager in Indy used to be in Kansas City. There's a relationship there. And so when you get a job and you might have in your mind, who do I want to hire for that job? You call people that you work with. You call people that you respect. And oh yeah, by the way, you have your own running list. So before you sit, before you go out and go like, Hey, why didn't they hire Eric Bieniemy, who has no ties to the Denver Broncos outside of the fact that he played at Colorado, who did not offer him the job last year as head coach. A guy who worked in the same shop had to hire a coach, has a young quarterback, chose somebody else to be. That's what it's about. People who he has relationships with have decided to pass at this point. So don't make something racial when it's not. All anybody wants to do in sports is win. That's it. Who gives me the best chance of winning? Who gives me the best chance? And sometimes they misevaluate. Do I think it worked against the enemy that they had Matt Nagy, who was in a similar position in Kansas City before he got the Bears job? Sure. I think it's reasonable. But you get your first job as general manager. Hey, man, you're going to make your first hire, and you don't hire somebody who you worked directly or indirectly with for the past several years, for the past five years or so. I can't really help you. That's all you need to know. Sports is a business and business is about relationships and relationships are built based upon trust. And I don't know what it is about working with Eric Bieniemy. I know what it is in terms of his interviewing. I told you people like him. Just nobody knows exactly what he does, which is fine. You don't have to call plays to be it. The, the, anyone who says like you have to call plays to be an NFL coach. No, you don't. Now you have to hire other guys that do. You have to be a uniter. You have to be somebody who very, very, very meticulous and organized. But as I was told, it, when, when people say he's not a great interview, it's not because he's not a great guy. It's because you don't walk away going, you know, the second I hire him, here's what he's going to do. That's what they all say. And when, and so instead of going after the Denver Broncos, who have made it incredibly clear, right? And by the way, the hiring an offensive guy after hiring a defensive guy, pretty obvious. Hackett is incredibly well regarded in the league. Aaron Rodgers swears by him, loves him. So, best case scenario, they use it to leverage and get Aaron Rodgers to say, I want to go to Denver, make it happen, make that trade happen. Worst case scenario, you got a guy who Aaron Rodgers like, look, he makes my life easier. He'll make whatever quarterback you choose his life for easier. So I don't, I don't know if Pat Mahomes gets on the phone to people like Aaron Rodgers did to Atlanta last year trying to get uh, Nathaniel Hackett the job. 
But I, I just, we have people in our, in the media who their first response to anything is racism. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that all anything, anybody wants to do white, black, mixed race, doesn't matter is win. How do I win football games? Because when I win, Everybody gets a better job or everybody gets a better contract and I get to get a bigger house. All that matters. All that matters. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show? Can I ask you guys a question? Jason, Dan Beyer. Yo. Would we have Antonio Brown on if he uh if he was was available? I know Dan's answering, but go ahead. <laughs> I would say no. I would say no. Uh, Jason, you're the uh, the producer of the show. What do you think? What would you incur? Like again, and and for people who understand how it works, okay. So let's say Antonio Brown's people reach out to whether it would be you or um, potentially Lee Mayock, who books the show as well. Okay, so one of you two, and I get it. I get a text. Hey, Antonio Brown's Antonio Brown's available. Do you want him? Right. That'd be, that would be, you'd get an email, you'd get a call, you'd get a text, and it would be thrown out to me. Buyer would say, pass, right? Buyer, is that, that what you think? Yes. Okay. Jason, if you got that text, would you filter it up the line to me, or would you just go like, eh, we're good? What would you, what, what do you think? No, 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 that, that, uh, I think that that would be escalated to a level of, you and I would have a conversation about it, and I think that where I would come out on this would be, uh, it's a name it's relevant no matter how sick some people are of it he still moves the needle for whatever reason and i have faith in you as a uh, as someone Journalish. who does an interview who might Journalish. get him to say something that he hasn't said yet and maybe you might call him you, you might you know call him to task on a lot of stuff that he's been saying so right. i think it would make for good radio even though he has been kind of tired yeah Yes. Okay. All of that. Yes. Yes. All of that. Um, okay. So, so here, here would be my response because this is last night. I saw that uh, Nate Burleson, of course, is hosting CBS this morning and they, they're doing these like fluff go around doing kind of fluff interviews. I don't think real sports was a fluff interview, but there's so much stuff that he wasn't pushed back on that. I just don't understand why he wasn't pushed back on. Right. So my response would be really simple. I'm going to do it, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do it with that with restrictions on what I can ask him. That's it. If, we're, if, if there are no restrictions on what I can ask him, we'll do the interview. But if there are restrictions on it, then I won't do the interview. Right? Well, you can't ask him about, you can't ask him about uh, the, the lawsuit in Miami. You can't ask him about the chef can't ask him about the vax card and be like, mm, pass. But as long as I can ask him about everything, I would do the interview. Yep. 
That's the call. Yeah. Byron, would you would would you be okay with that? Can you run that back again, Doug? Sorry, I know you're working. I know you're doing two. For people to understand, Dan does a lot of different things not not pertaining to the show, which he needs to do for work. So I I apologize in advance. So if I were to if I were to say, hey, look, as long as he, there's no, you can't ask about X, Y, or Z. I would do the interview. If you were given those, as long as I'm giving no parameters, no limitations to it. Okay. Then would you be okay with me doing? I, I would. I would be. I, I would be more apt to it. I would also be more apt to it if it was an exclusive and not just, you know, a car wash of him going to different places trying to get out his word. You know, his piece. Fair enough. Do you think that's what he's doing the car wash, or do you think he's doing one by well, one going through things? Well, I've seen now he's you know he's been on Real Sports was on you know CBS this morning. Um, I'm sure he's going to be somewhere else. Uh, you know, talking is talk. I just. Oh look, I'm I, tired of it too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm like you. I'm just as exhausted of it. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm also exhausted of the fact that we're not calling him all, on all his BS. I mean, and and if if he wants to push back on the mental health thing, I'm okay with that. But just understand, people are giving you the mental health thing as an offer, as an excuse, as an explanation for why your behavior is so reprehensible. Like, he's pushing back. How dare you say that I need mental health help? Like, okay, well, if you're not crazy, then you're just an a-hole. That's really what it is, right? I don't care what they said to you. I don't care. I've never seen, nor will I ever see a player take off his clothes on the sideline and wave goodbye to his team while they're playing a game that they're trailing in. I don't care. Nobody cares. Everybody in real sports, in real America is like, hey, dude, I don't care. What you can't do is what you did. What you can't do is what you did to the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is not the first time. This guy's an a-hole. If he's not crazy, which he's not, he's just an a-hole. What kind of guy does that? The same kind of guy who stiffs a chef. What kind of guy does that? The same kind of guy who throws furniture off his balcony, nearly hitting the kid down by a pool. What kind of guy does that? The same guy who in week 17 of a 17-week NFL season with the Pittsburgh Steelers, no shows at practice and then has his agents like, well, he'll show up for the game. No, he's the worst. And, and I would feel bad putting a microphone in front of his face like you would, Dan, because again, you just help him. But I would call his bull crap, right? Remember, he argued about the helmet. He burned his feet. There's always something. And then when he leaves, he burns the place down. Pittsburgh, he burned it down. Oakland, he burned it down. Right? When he leave, when he left uh, the the Patriots, he he tweeted out stuff about the owner. Right? And then when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are eliminated from the playoffs, he posts on Instagram the picture and then, you know, somebody photoshopped about them being eliminated from the playoffs. Like, dude, you're the worst. If you're not crazy, you're just an a-hole. That's it. The Baltimore Ravens want nothing to do with you. And it has nothing to do with your talent. And of course that makes you upset. 
anybody who ever feels like my personality has alienated me from, from a job that I love. Look, bro, it's not me. I've rubbed people the wrong way. I just haven't, I just haven't burned down every stinking bridge I've ever crossed like you have. But this is what we do. We like, we, we chase these like, well, you know, this podcast he did got some hundred thousand down. Like, okay. At some point somebody has to go, you know, we're good. Doug Gottlieb show Fox sports radio. Uh, we got a lot of things to get to, by the way, um, Byer, were you ever good at the roller rink? I was terrible at the roller rink. I just, no, no not my thing. Yeah. Needed the walls like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I was bad. I was not a good roller skater. Couldn't roller skate. Not a skateboarder. Right? Those things I I, I just couldn't figure out at all. Couldn't figure it out at all. Um, Stug Outlip show on Fox Sports Radio. Brandon Whedon there? He is good. Let's catch up with Brandon Whedon. Of course, former quarterback with the Browns, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Houston Texans. Let me first play for you. This is Mike. This is excuse me. This is Jerry Jones. There was speculation about Mike McCarthy, whether his job was on the line, or they were going to give it to Dan Quinn, or what they were going to do. Or maybe Sean Payton comes over. He, here's here's Jerry Jones talking about his uh, his head coach. The thing I want to clear up is that the idea of Mike twisting in the wind just wasn't the case at all. We were sitting there trying to keep Dan Quinn and trying to maintain continuity on our coaching staff. Uh, do you buy that, that, that there was never a question about bringing back Mike McCarthy? No, I don't. I mean, I know that, uh, you know, just my time in Dallas, um, you know, there was rumblings then. And, I mean, they, you know, the Saints were – there was rumblings back then that, you know, Jerry Jones would have gone out and sold the farm for a guy like Sean Payton. I mean, Sean Payton was his guy. And uh, I, it, I would I – would, I would venture to say that he's my, uh, Sean Payton's going to be the head coach next year. Uh, I don't know, man. I, like I said, Mike McCarthy did so many questionable things throughout the course of the year that kind of put that team in jeopardy. And uh, I, you know, keeping Dan Quinn, I think was a was a huge deal. Uh, but I think you know, Mike McCarthy, uh, in my opinion, the writing's on the wall that um, unless he goes out and wins the Super Bowl or something, you know, which they've got a pretty good team, but. Um, I would not be shocked if Sean Payton's a coach in Dallas next year. Uh, all right, let's let's get to the Bills Chiefs game. Um, as a guy who watches the game and studies it at a at, at a higher level, let's first quarterback play. Did you know Josh Allen was that good? You know, that good. I mean, no, but I mean, I knew he was a, just kind of a freak of nature. His ability to run around, make plays with his feet and arm. I mean. I mean, what what he did, I mean, going toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes, you know, on the road, I mean, that was that was unbelievable quarterback play. Uh, I will say I, I played against Josh Allen my last year, 2018, and, um, you know, unbelievable arm talent. I'm with the arm strength, but, I mean, he was, you know, he's throwing check downs 150 miles an hour. I mean, just lasers everywhere. Uh, but he, he found out how to throw the ball with touch and, and anticipation and, you know, he's, he's come a long ways as a player. He is going to be special. He is going to be one of the guys that, you know, we, we get a chance to, and privilege to watch for a long time. Man, that guy, uh, yeah, I love his demeanor, man. He's just, you can tell all the dudes love him. He's just, uh, he's a hell of a player, man. He seems like a heck of a guy. So, yeah, you know, 
to go toe-to-toe and, and in my opinion, one probably the best football game I've ever watched personally. Um, I hate to see the way it ended with him not getting a chance to get the ball back. But, yeah, he he's gotten better, and, uh, you know, he, he never seems to disappoint. Okay, so let, let's – before we get to getting the ball back, the reason it went to overtime was, well, they gave up, you know, 50 yards in 13 seconds. When you saw Byron Pringle back there returning the kickoff, why, why – what did you think about the decision to not kick off at the time to not put the ball in play? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm squibbing that thing. I think surely Sean McDermott regrets that. And I mean, you know, even with 13 seconds, you're thinking, okay, there's just, there's no way, right? But they had timeouts and I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. So I, I thought they were going to squib it, squib it. And I thought, you know, that, that buys you, you know, that knocks at least four or five seconds potentially off the clock. I mean, who knows? I mean, at least it gets the clock running. Um, but I, you know, Take it a step further. You know, the Bills got the number one defense in the league. Leslie Frazier is an unbelievable defense coordinator. I think the biggest mistake they made was what they, the way they handled Travis Kelsey. Everybody in that stadium knew that he was going to try to find 87. And to let him run into the defense, nobody hit him at the line of scrimmage and reroute him and and, and force him to, to disrupt the timing off the ball. I mean, I, I've never been around a defensive coach that that's not the number one plan when you play Travis Kelsey. He'll just he'll carve you up, and you know they're they're playing down the stretch and crunch time was, was kind of suspect, man. It wasn't very good. I was I was shocked at some of the the situations, the way they handled them. But those two right there, I mean, obviously those are the most glaring because of the way the game ended. But man, it was um, yeah, you hate it. For you Bill. deserve you free, heck, re- free release free release for both of those guys. Yeah, a free release yeah, for both it those makes guys. No sense. Well, so the way they played it, it looked like they were playing some type of, they call it like fence. So it's like outside leverage, don't let them run out breaking routes and get out of bounds. But at the same time, it, they, they had can, three timeouts. They balls. Exactly. They had they can three timeouts. In bounds. So get up and disrupt them. Let that pass rush get home. Get up there and hit, whether it's a defensive end, linebacker, safety down there. I mean, just jam. That's the only time you can touch these guys is within five yards anyway. Get up there and knock the crap out of them at the line of scrimmage. You know, and, and don't let them just throw a seam route for 28 or whatever they threw it for. I mean, that was that was ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was – it was uh, just didn't seem real prepared for that moment, which is shocking. All right, so if it's you and you're a, you're a committee of one, overtime rules in the playoffs should be what? Man, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I don't know that you go the college route. Um I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not smart enough to figure it out. I think you got to find a way for, you know, both teams need an opportunity to touch the ball. I, I just think it's tough. You play four quarters, you work all week, you go to overtime, you lose a coin toss, you may not see the ball. I mean, I've lost two games in overtime where I never got a chance to go down and, and do anything with it. So I don't know what the answer is. Um, you know, uh, it's almost I don't I, I whether they score a touchdown kick field goal I still think that the other team gets you know deserves an opportunity now you, instead of maybe put it at the twenty five let's put it at the you know the opposing you know forty yard line that way you're not automatically in field goal range you got to work to get into field goal range you know which is still a challenge uh, you score a touchdown the other team gets a chance from their own forty I don't know I mean but something needs to change I think this was kind of an eye opener I would assume for the league and and I know the the Chiefs tried to get it done in two thousand nineteen so. Um, it just, you know, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I know it's it's kind of highlighted because it's the playoffs, and and that was such an unbelievable football game that you know a lot of fans didn't get to enjoy. Okay, but you're not Josh giving. Allen you have to you have to give me. All right, so does both teams get a, get the ball? Like, 
To, to me, I just think you play another quarter in the playoffs. I, I don't understand. Like, play another yeah. quarter in the playoffs. You know, like, yeah, why not, right? I mean, everybody, I mean, they're talking about, I think they're doing it to, you know, for, you know, as far as um, health and safety protocol and stuff like that. But, yeah, I agree. If you're in the playoffs, absolutely. You know, go in there and, uh, you know, play another quarter. I, I don't see a problem with that. But, yeah, I think both teams need to touch the football. And I, I just think that, you know, there's – you kick the field goal, okay, now good. The other team gets the ball, they get a chance to score a touchdown, kick the field goal. The other team gets the ball back, you alternate, just like they do in college. But uh, but move the, move the ball back. Don't start the 25. Start it either midfield or your own, I don't know, 30, 40-yard line and, and force them to, to drive a little bit of the field. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Brandon Whedon, who apparently is standing in the middle of a highway while uh, while doing this show. I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you, B, a little bit. Okay. I'm part uh, no, I, I just pulled – I heard you talk about a skating rink. I just pulled up to uh, the bowling alley. I'm a bowling been a been a minute, so I'm, I just pulled up to the bowling house, so it should be nice and quiet now. Well, are you guys Are you guys bowling? Are you bowling? Yeah, I'm gonna bowl, man. Yeah, I got a couple buddies up here, and we got a basketball game tonight. So I've got about four kids at the house. I had to get out of the house, so I uh, met met a couple bum. Meet a couple buddies up here at the bowling alley, bowl a couple games. And, yeah, honestly, bowling couple, alley, bowling alleys now are kind of sick. Okay, now they put the big TVs up there. Like it's a good, like on a yeah. Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, yeah. watching football and bowling. Like it's it's not, it's way way better. But midday bowling on a Friday afternoon, what's the cold beer of choice? Uh, I'm probably a Michelob Ultra, some some light and cold. Yeah, light and light and cold, cold cold beer for for Brandon Weed and pulling up to the bowling alley. That is <laughs> awesome. Okay, um, let, let's get to this weekend. Let's get to this weekend's games. Um, who do you like, Niners or Rams in LA? Man, I've looked at this one. I, you know, on paper, I mean, I, I think Matthew Stafford's playing playing really good football. I think he's got you know some weapons. He's got defense. He's got big. You know, on paper, they the Rams seem like they're the play there. Um, but Niners just kind of seem like they're just. Kind of on a mission. They're playing. They're playing good football at the, at the right time. Jimmy G's doing enough, and that defense is playing well. And, and Debo Samuel's just a just a beast. And I, honestly, I mean, I kind of like the Rams in a close one. I, I think there's two really good offensive mind coaches that are obviously buddies. That you know they both want to win it, obviously. So I'm, I'm going to take the Rams in a close one. That's tough. I I don't know if I'm going to bet on this game. I'm going to I'm going to have to put a teaser in there or something to to get a few extra points because I, I just think it's going to be a it's going to be a close game. Okay, what about the the Chiefs and the Bengals? Everybody loves Joe Burrow, but do they were down 14 twice to this team? I don't know. I don't I don't see it. I I don't like I love the Chiefs. Where are you? Yeah, I like the Chiefs in this one. Yep. My deal with as good as Joe Burrow is, I mean, this guy's a he's a beast, but and Jamar Chase is as well. I mean, they got they got some dudes, but until they can prove that they can protect Joe Burrow and keep him off the ground, um, you know, I mean, the Chiefs is it's a relatively good pass rush. You got you know a little bit of aggressive nature. They like to blitz a little bit. Um, I like the Chiefs, man. I just don't think I don't think that offensive line for Cincinnati can hold up. And, and Burrow's been getting. I, I'm having flashbacks of like Andrew Luck. You know, his first th- two or three years in the league. I mean, the guy just got his butt whipped all year, and unfortunately, kind of probably shortened his career. I hope that Cincinnati goes out and invests in that offensive line to keep him upright and keep him healthy because he's going to have he's going to be a superstar. Um, but I just think Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead. I just think they're going to be a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I get you. All right, so so bowling gets you out of the house. It's, that's not bad. Uh, 
I'm in town. I'm in town next weekend. We can bowl a little bit if 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 you want. We'll catch up then. In the meantime, yeah, thanks man. for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. All right, holler at me. See you. All right, that's uh, that's Brandon Whedon. I'm a terrible bowler. I enjoy. I can go. I'm, my bowling ADD. I can, I'm like a game and a half guy. By the time I get to the second game, I'm actually decent, but I'm mentally checked out. So, um, where are you, buyer? Where are you, buyer's a Midwestern guy, so you got to be big on bowling. I think that's well. Yeah, I mean that it, it it didn't hit me. I bowled when I was younger, but uh, my niece, who's a, a teenager, uh, bowls. Uh, she's been bowling since she was about eight years old. I've had uh, cousins who have won trophies. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Are you big any good? deal. No, I I am not. Well, so you are you not good for your family, or are you not good for real life? No, I'm not good for real life. Yeah, like like what does that like what does that mean? You know, like if if I break a hundred, that's you know good. Maybe I'll get one fifty here and there, but don't expect too much over that. Mm. Okay, what about you there, uh, Ramos? Are are you a good bowler? <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> do that, make sure to do that with the mic on the air. Let's, well, uh, he caught me off guard yeah. there. I was swallowing at the same time. You a good breather. Another sandwich. <laughs> another sandwich. Mid-show sandwich. Um, I'm an okay bowler. Um, I wouldn't say I'm very bad. I wouldn't say I'm very good. So I'm. I would so be. So like what? Yeah. So like when you get done, your score is. Was that like one one fifty? Is that yeah, about that's, half? That's yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's about right. That's about pretty good. Yeah. Right? If you start putting two hundreds up there, like you no, get in the bowling yeah. league. You got your. If you walk in with your own bowl, we're like, come on, real <laughs> ball. Jay Stu, where are you on bowling? Um, I bowled two 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 hundred games in my lifetime, and those were exceptional moments. I probably averaged like a one forty, but my mechanics are so bad. I'm one of those guys that kind of cheap bowls, doesn't put the thumb in, and just spins it. So it yeah, kind of looks you, like I'm a pro. Yeah, and I last time I went, I thought I ruined my arm, like whether I pulled a muscle or a bone or something, <laughs> and it's just not good. The, the older I get, I guess I need to stick to the mechanics better. Hmm. Um, I I usually get triple digits. Uh, I have bowled one two hundred game. I'm generally pretty terrible, but by like a game in, I get to be decent, and I could probably be bowling you know close to two hundred. The problem is that I. My I don't give a you know what creeps in probably about the third or fourth. Like, I'm like, God, I'm good now. I'm good. It doesn't, but I, but I enjoy it because I'm drinking a beer and I'm watching games and I'm eating food. And usually it occupies my, especially my son really likes it. Exactly. And, but it doesn't seem like something that at, at, in the last 18 months to two years, Seems like a great idea, does it? Have well, your put your fingers in yeah. your hole, which has been occupied by other people, and eating nachos, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a strange uh, optic nowadays, but I guess people do it. I would also say the high point is probably the fourth frame of the second game. Yeah, and then it starts to decline because after the first game, you're like, "All right, as you said, I'm warmed up. Let's go again." Then you're into the second game. Uh, but and I would say second frame into the third game, it just falls off a cliff. You yeah, can't they, wait for that thing to get done. Yeah, I, no, it's it's like hole fourteen or hole fifteen, right? You you like that, that's that's really yes, what it is. You know, yes. you're terrible off the tee. You kind of get loose and lubed up. You had a couple drinks at the turn. You're feeling good. Sure. You hit the hole fourteen. You're like, God, I got so much other stuff I could be doing. 
What am I? What am I doing out here? Even if you stink on the front nine, you're like back nine, second yeah, nine. I can nine. turn it around, shoot a good sure. score on the on this back nine. And then when that goes to all hell, that's yeah. Which well, you I, know already, by but you already hit 15. your one good drive of the day too. Once you get to fourteen, you've hit that one good drive. You're like, you know, I hit a good drive. I'm good. And now you start. And now you start regressing to to the mean. What are you going to say, Ramos? I was going to say I had my fiftieth birthday party at a bowling alley, and it was fun. It, maybe when it's a big party like that it's a lot funner than just like going with two or three people and bowling but i mean dan was there it it, it was it was great yeah. right dan i mean it was it was really it was, fun so they shut down the lanes in our fifth frame <laughs> jerks no i'm kidding well that did happen but they weren't jerks you guys only paid for one game that's that's, that's the problem <laughs> Then you like tried to stick it on ramos to make him pay and ramos is like hey it's my birthday rob parker had his own shoes i think he did yeah Rob Parker seems like a guy. Rob Parker, sneaky bowling guy, right? <laughs> right? Sneaky, bowl, sneaky bowling guy. That's where he comes up with all these takes. It's the bowling alley. Tries them out in bowling alley guys. And the bowling alley guys like, that's great. To- Brady, totally lucky. Go with that one. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Going back to Cali. Game time is brought to you by Hustler Trevor, the brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn mowers to run their business. As for the weekend Joes, Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. HustlerTurf.com. Let's get to a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Byer, I love this. Some guy named Bradley Brands okay. says, uh, at Gottlieb's show, only God can judge AB, not some man on the radio. Get your life together before you th- throw stones at a glass house. Huh? No. No. If you have a glass house, you shouldn't throw stones, you dummy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Not good by the for way, the brands is what you're by, saying. Not good by, for the brands. God by, is by the, amazing. By the way, by the way, yes, I actually can. All this is public information. Asking him about it is not judging him. I can judge him based upon his actions. Thank you very much. What do you Thank got? you, Lord. Uh, apparently a bunch of drops in this segment. Uh, <laughs> What's the game? I'm, Psychic? I'm wondering as well, Doug. All right. Psychic, what quarterback throws for the most passing yards this weekend? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to go with uh, Pat Mahomes. Mm, we will find out later if that's in a win or a loss. Psychic, what turns out to be a better game this weekend? Vegas tells us that the Rams-Niners game will be closer, but what turns out to be the better game, AFC or NFC title game? Okay, but that that's, better game is a, is very – that's a loose, loose interpretation, right? Because it can be a fun game because there's less, sco- less scoring. Are you talking about in proximity of the points? What, what more, signifies yeah. to you? A better game. Well, it, I'll just say this. Which one is more enjoyable to watch? Doesn't have to be close. Could be a high-scoring affair. Could be, you know, one could be a dud, but what just ends up being the better three hours spent? Rams-Niners. All right. This on the heels of uh, Art Rooney II, the Steelers owner, saying that they are going to look for a mobile quarterback because – that's the trend in the NFL. Psychic, do you see a trend in the NFL where all quarterbacks must have some mobility? Um, 
Yeah. The eight I, ball I, says maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? No. Okay. I mean, some mobile, like what is, they can all run. It's just some run faster than others. Well, you know, Peyton Manning really never could run. Right. Eli, same. Yeah. yeah. Philip Rivers, same. Correct. Matt, Mac Jones, same. Right? He's not mobile. Correct. So, no, I don't say, I, I do, I, I, I think, I, I think the position at the high school and youth level and college level is more mobile. So there's fewer pure pocket passers, but I don't think it'll be t- totally eliminated because those guys are still successful. All right, Psychic. How many of the Cowboys' top three coaches, that's McCarthy, Quinn, and more, do you see remaining in Dallas in 2023? We assume they're all back in 2022. We assume. One. One of them. Uh-huh. All right, finally, Doug, and who wins the Big 12 SEC showdown in college hoops this weekend? What conference gets the best of the other? Um, I think the Big 12. The Big 12. And that's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. we got a lot to get to, um, including the Raiders appear to be on the brink of doing something which Others have tried. One succeeded and one failed. What is it? Well, you just have to stay tuned right here to the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's next on Fox Sports Radio.